Getting married in two weeks feels crazy. Oh, did your suit uh, come? I got a notification that it shipped hasn't arrived yet. Okay, cool. I'm a little bummed out that I had it shipped to my parents' house. I think logically that made the most sense for me because yeah. that's like where it's going to be. Yeah, the wedding. But in the email, yeah, at the wedding. <laughs> but in the <laughs> in the email they sent over to me uh, after the suit arrived, they were like, Make sure to try the suit on within the first 48 hours of receiving it so that we know if there's anything we need to fix. And I'm like, oh, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I feel low-key stressed about a tuxedo that hasn't been fitted being shipped to me. And then, like, if it doesn't fit, like, I have to ship it back. And... Yeah. <laughs> no, there's a lot of anxiety there. <laughs> Like I think, I think I would just take it to get somehow temporarily adjusted at like a local tailor, yeah, rather than ship it back. And I'm sure, tape. yeah, I'm sure they would charge me money for it. They're like, you have to buy it now, and I'm like, oh, whatever, I don't care. I'll wear it every day. I'll wear it every day. I'll make it. I'll make it count. This is my new. This is my new interview jacket. <laughs> I needed a new smart, co- smart coat anyway. I was going to dress up like a cartoon anyways and have the same outfit every day. <laughs> That's a direct attack against me for something that I revealed to you three episodes ago. <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I wear shirts with patterns. I say wearing a blank red t-shirt and blue jeans. Yeah, at least you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt on top. Mm-hmm. Aloha. Aloha. <laughs> Aloha. Aloha to another episode of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, a game show. I'm your co-host, Ethan. <laughs> and, and I'm your co-host, your... Wes. We just uh, keep on quizzing each other. Last week, I spoke uh, somewhat optimistically about negotiations between SAG-AFTRA and the AMPTP, only to be reminded once again that the AMPTP are soulless, money-hungry bastards who will not concede on the smallest of considerations. Uh, yeah, I, I guess this is where we diverge, because now I've become completely anti-Fran. <laughs> <laughs> I am <laughs> I am fully against Fran now. <laughs> if she switched sides, then <laughs> I would be back on the union side. <laughs> you like the union, that, but because it's being headed by Fran, not so sure. Yeah, I don't know. She can't be the nanny to us all. She was not the nanny? I don't think so. I don't know, man. You have to tell me. I don't know anything about daytime television. <laughs> she was on the nanny. It was a joke. Okay. 
I you can't gaslight me like I'm in <laughs> such an emotionally dangerous space. Talking about gaslighting, I have an eighth grade class that every week tells me my breath smells like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I keep saying, like, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But they keep saying it enough. Or they're like, you need to take a step back. I can smell your breath. <laughs> I just, it forces me to just take a piece of gum because at least at that point we can move on. <laughs> You need to get uh, Listerine strips so that you can angrily take one out of the package and place it on your tongue while never breaking eye contact with a student. No, I would be immediately reported. (laughs) (laughs) Middle schoolers do not joke around. (laughs) The the smallest bit of discomfort. Mr. West, your breath stinks. Maybe you got a dead tooth. Maybe you got gingivitis. Yeah, well... Do you think it's related to the fact that every morning I wake up and there's a tooth on my pillow? <laughs> <laughs> I've had so And when many I try and dreams. pick it up, it turns to ash. <laughs> <sighs> I've had too many dreams in the last month where I just start, teeth just start falling into my own mouth, but then regrowing so that I am just chewing mouthfuls of my own teeth. And then you wake up and you're just rubbing your tongue all over your teeth. I'm kissing my own teeth with my inside mouth. (laughs) Children, please use your inside mouths. Last week, Wes quizzed me on Catholicism, and that episode is doing pretty well. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's got uh, it's got more downloads than L. Roker question mark. So that's something. Wow. Yeah, but it is just one more. But if you could listen to it, it's a good app. All right, nice. Yeah, no, Wes, could you please listen to it? It's good. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll click on it. <laughs> I I think you would like it. I think you would. I received some devastating news that the podcast app I've been using for years now, Google Podcasts, mm. the well-known podcast platform, is going to be defunct within a year. It's moving to YouTube Podcasts. Which doesn't... I I don't think Google knows what they're doing with any of their stuff. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. 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 Uh, So, Wesley... Going back to our one degree from Al Roker, I turned up the notch a little bit because it's also one degree from something else we discussed last episode, which was various scents of Father's Day themed candles. <laughs> but there is a blue link on Al Roker's page just to make sure. Uh, as you know, Al Roker has hosted numerous programs on the Food Network, uh-huh. but is also an avid barbecue enthusiast. Yeah. So Wesley, like, and, and and to add another degree of separation, after our acts and comments in last episodes, surely the both of us will be barbecued in hell, and that's why this episode is themed after barbecues 
after all, uh, what we learned from my Catholicism quiz is that it's the one true faith. <laughs> we converted, but I don't know if that'll be enough. <laughs> I was crossing my fingers when I was you were baptizing me. <laughs> Please let me get into heaven. <laughs> no, I was jinxing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fingers behind your back. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. I should have specified where they were. Fingers in front, good things happen. Fingers in back. Naughty things. <laughs> That's where the devil is tickling your <laughs> crossed fingers. He's licking them. <laughs> uh, I also realized when you were quizzing me that I made my last quiz wrong because we said that we were going to do true or false first, and I just didn't do that. It's fine. I don't. None think of this matters. Noticed. We didn't get any comments. I got. I got fired from my podcasting job. <laughs> A Podbean exec called me and said, lock your doors. Listen, kid. (laughs) When you got a formula, you got to stick to it. (laughs) Strike or no strike. (laughs) You're going to talk about movies again because that's what's rolling in the big bucks for our platform. Or else I'm going to be sticking a fucking Podbean up your head. (laughs) Fingers crossed at all. Uh, Wesley, so I'm going to talk to you about barbecues. Are you a barbecue guy? I have barbecued on occasion. I've been the grill master. Oh, shit. I have to change that answer. <laughs> I've actually, I've never used a grill before. You never have? No, I What I about have no a George Foreman grill? Um, no, I don't think I've ever used what a George Foreman grill. What about a Gary Coleman grill? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't used a Gary Coleman grill. <laughs> Really? Drake and Josh are selling a bunch of them. Yeah, no. They never came to my door. Uh, I will never remember Drake Bell's new... Drake Campania, is that it? Drake Cabana. Cabana. Drake Cabin. (laughs) All right, Wesley, we're going to start super easy and true or false. Number one, the English word barbecue comes from the Spanish word barbacoa. True. Yeah, it's true. Nailed it. Nothing, nothing much to go off there. If, if whenever you operate a grill, those are in the standard instructions. <laughs> <laughs> you flip to the back, and it's a <laughs> barbacoa. It's, it's in the glossary. <laughs> in case we accidentally slip into Spanish because we're trying to show off. <laughs> the guy who's writing the instruction manual is on Duolingo and is just looking for any chance to flex. Yeah, it's like an eighty po- eighty page booklet, spiral bound. <laughs> <laughs> 80 pages is sorry i was thinking of like <laughs> one of those five star notebooks that you get when you're going to school like he's just handwritten it <laughs> yeah, i'm talking about one of those spiral bound well like with the plastic spiral yeah. that you can take the little yeah. pegs out uh so that was the first question that I wrote for this quiz because I could not figure out the direction I was going. And then I got super into learning about the history of barbecue. <laughs> Just got super into barbecue. Just got super into barbecue. I became a man. <laughs> so Wesley, more fire, more fire. <laughs> Is that us crossing the picket line? <laughs> um, Maybe. <laughs> 
Sag, we know you have one person listening to make sure that we don't cross the picket line. Could you just email us and let me know and I'll take it out? I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Tim Allen's already crossed the picket line. He is a self-proclaimed oh, sure. anarchist after all. Yeah. Do you think Tim Allen has to be in SAG? Like, he has to be a SAG member. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Weird for an anarchist to join a union. <laughs> Just saying. No rules! <laughs> Except for these ones. Uh... True or false, the differences in U.S. regional barbecue are only defined at the state level. So the most granular it gets is to the state level. False? Okay. Probably regional. Uh, Yeah, absolutely gets even more regional. (laughs) In what way? This is like Southwest barbecue... I guess, like, Texas is notorious for barbecue, but that's a pretty big state. Oh, so you're actually pulling the camera out, like, regions of the United States. Uh, because the, the re- you are it gets, correct it gets in saying more that granular? it's granular. It's more granular than the state level. There like, are specific barbecue cuisines uh, for, like, East North Carolina. Specifically, the city of Lexington has its own barbecue style. Okay, well, whatever. There's, I laugh a... at it like whenever I say that Detroit-style pizza is my favorite kind of pizza, and people are like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? But it's different. It is different. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's like pan-style. Mm-hmm. Uh, true or false, Texas barbecue is primarily beef-based. Uh, Yeah. Like steaks, just makes hamburgers. Just makes sense. Yeah. So did uh, I get true. it right? <laughs> yeah, you got it right. Okay. That's the point. Uh, true or false? Kentucky barbecue is primarily pork based. Um, I'm gonna say false. I feel like pork might be. Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like I think pork might be too expensive for the average Kentuckian but I was like that might be a bit problematic so then I was like I oh so. there's just a large Jewish population <laughs> like, oh that's probably even worse <laughs> uh, I mean you are right Kentucky is not primarily pork based weirdly for any of the reasons I said <laughs> for all of the reasons that you said no I have no idea I didn't get that I didn't I didn't research that far did you know Mitch McConnell's Jewish <laughs> <laughs> it's why he's a Zionist <laughs> not for any other reason uh no Kentucky barbecue is primarily lamb and mutton based oh which I didn't realize we had that big of a culture of in general I mean lamb. I've gotten hints of, like, it's not super prevalent in Wisconsin, but it's prevalent enough that I'm like, oh, there's this is definitely influenced from somewhere. But mm-hmm. I've never come across people grilling mutton. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even still entirely sure what mutton is. <laughs> no, when I, I mutton was a blue link, and I was like, I gotta click on that because I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure <laughs> what this is. What animal is it from? It's sheep. Sheep. I oh. think I, I think that mutton is the meat name for an adult sheep. 
Okay. Where we call lamb the same name as the baby animal. Lamb chops, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. You're going to get so hungry this episode. Get ready to salivate. <laughs> Good thing I have a barbecue platter. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, after all this research last night, I was like, I, I want to fucking cook some barbecue. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, so being so familiar with the act of barbecuing burgers and steaks, I want to ask you about the delicacy that is burnt ends. Wesley, true or false? Burnt ends are overcooked end cuts of beef butt. Uh, true? That is incorrect. Listeners can't tell, but he gave me a fake out. He was nodding. (laughs) I was like, yes, this dumbass <laughs> finally got one wrong. Now he I know this fell quiz into my easy. trap. <laughs> <laughs> now I can become a witch. <laughs> There's one giant chain that comes out of your computer screen <laughs> and wraps around your body. Three more incorrect <laughs> questions, and you must join me in the metaverse. <laughs> no. <laughs> The cars in the next room just going, stop screaming. <laughs> She's asleep. Oh. It's noon. <laughs> yes, it is. I just, I can't do that. I woke up this morning at 6 a.m. Well, she woke up at like 8 and then went back to bed. She was out late last night. Oh. I wake up early every morning because my diet is bad and the need to poop wakes me mm. every day. For so if me, we got doctors it, listening. It's like my circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. Solely digestive. Uh, true or false? Samuel Johnson's 1755 dictionary definition for barbecue was a partially open structure above a fire pit. True. It's incorrect. <laughs> but I, wait, I have a copy right here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold on. I Samuel have Johnson, seventeen fifty six. Have Samuel it dog eared. <laughs> Samuel Johnson defined a barbecue as a whole dressed hog, or in verb form, to dress a whole hog. To him, barbecue is all about that pig, baby. Nothing mm-hmm. else. Just dressing up as the characters from Wild Hogs. Mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm. St- no, Steve Zahn's not in Wild Hogs, is he? No, he is. It's uh, Tim Allen. John Travolta. Fargo guy. William H. Macy. Yeah. It's, I think Steve Zahn. I always want to say Chevy Chase. Because it seems like a movie he would have been in if they uh, had just of... asked. <laughs> yeah. If. if. <laughs> and I don't think they did. <laughs> Chevy, again, if you're listening, open invitation to come on the show. I know we could reach out to you, but we'd prefer you reach out to us. Quiz us on the differences between um, ethnicities. <laughs> oh, he would crush it. <laughs> we, if we got Chevy on and did that, 
I think without a doubt, it would be our most listened to episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. I, I don't think we would retain any of the people. Oh, no. It would go like when my dead grandfather sat across from me at a dinner table and told me, well, I recently learned the difference between Latino, Hispanic, and Mexican. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but for an hour and a half. <laughs> Not that that conversation probably didn't go on for much longer than it should have. I, I mean, it should have ended there. <laughs> it shouldn't have happened, first of all. First of all, it shouldn't have happened, but as soon as you said, that's great, Grandpa, he should have stopped. I remained silent. <laughs> I, did not say I asked him for notes. Hmm. I was like, I just can't get this right. <laughs> I need an old white man to tell me. Went back to my hotel room and moved the strands of yarn around to different. <laughs> <laughs> just, I had to rework connecting. it. How does ethnicity work? And the what? answer is that it's a construct. What am I? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all to figure out what I am. Where do I fit in in this great big melting pot of the United States? Speaking of the United States, true or false, you can find dessert barbecue in the Philippines as a street food. Sure. You yeah, can do all kinds of crazy stuff on a grill. Nobody, nobody can stop you. What what sort of desserts do you think get barbecued? Mm, I wouldn't be surprised if someone tried grilling a cake. Mm-hmm. You know, I was surprised that you can grill watermelon because it's almost all water. That is, <laughs> but you can never... do it. So I would say, hell, if the, you can grill watermelon, you can probably grill ice cream. So. <laughs> Somebody's out there grilling ice cream. Well, you can fry ice cream. If you can fry True. it, you can grill it. Yeah. Just a real quick on either side. I think you could. Yeah. Might be nice. <laughs> if you've ever wanted that Applewoods <laughs> taste of ice cream. <laughs> nice apple. Well, if you had like a maple flavored ice cream and then smoked that, I think that would be pretty good. Catch me on TikTok. I'm going to be making, I'm going to be. Trial and erroring some grilled ice cream. Right next to my pork steak. <laughs> Let the favors get together. Sorry, my right, ice cream let's... got a little bloody. <laughs> no, my pork steak got all ice creamy. That's too much fat on this fat. <laughs> Why does my pork steak taste like Ben and Jerry's? <laughs> Why does my pork steak taste like Cherry Garcia? <laughs> Why does my pork steak taste like the Jimmy Fallon Ben and Jerry ice it's called, cream? It's called the Tonight Dough, Wesley. Oh. It is unfortunately one of the best flavors of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. Well, it's got to match the quality of late night. I love late night. It's back, baby. <laughs> no actors on late night. <laughs> finally started watching Drew Barrymore's show. <laughs> <laughs> now that it doesn't have writers. 
Now that it got rid of its dead weight. <laughs> I can say that now because they're not striking. <laughs> and they got everything they wanted. <laughs> Except the work on the Drew Barrymore show. Mm-hmm. She fired their ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's done with them. Now she's got E.T. on every night. (laughs) She's just watching it. (laughs) Uh, All right. So moving out of the true or false section, you have five points. You've done quite well so far. All right. Moving on to multiple choice. Number one, in which of these countries is the act of barbecuing also considered a hyper-masculine activity? A, China, B, Germany, C, South Africa, or D, Mexico? Mm, Not Mexico, Mm. because I feel like cooking across the board is pretty gender neutral in most Hispanic countries from my Spanish classes when we watch (laughs) those dumb educational videos. Um, don't know anything about China and barbecuing. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with. I'll go with Germany. You would be correct to say Germany. Germany mm-hmm. also has a toxic masculine culture involving barbecue. In fact, it has a different. The specific word for barbecuing in German is grillen. G-R-I-L-L-E-N. Yeah, I guess not too surprising with their, I mean, with their Biagatten. <laughs> Biagatten. Yeah, it's all from, according to Wikipedia, it's just so sausage-based that mm-hmm. it couldn't be anything but the most <laughs> toxically yeah. masculine activity. Uh, but yeah, China, uh, it's kind of like hot pot or done by a campfire. Everyone cooks their own food. South Africa is just like a huge get to it's the go-to party event in Mexico it's just like everybody cooks yeah I guess I was thrown by China because I know there are Mongolian grills mm. and I didn't know if because they're right yeah, next China... to each other and basically the same <laughs> <laughs> it's also hard to just say China right because it's yeah. such a big country that mm-hmm. I'm sure they have their own regional differences but believe it or not, the Wikipedia page doesn't go into detail on every region of China. That's crazy. We all know Beijing is China. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Multiple choice number two. The term barbecue refers to many things, but not A. Grilling B. Smoking C. Broiling or D. Sous vide What's sous vide? Can you even tell me that? <laughs> uh, I won't, and I put it in there specifically because I knew you wouldn't know. I feel like you can broil something on a grill. Mm. I'm going to go with smoking, even though I think that's probably true. Yeah, You can, unfortunately, refer to smoking as barbecue. It's one of the biggest things that's done down south. Uh, To sous vide something is the most scientific way to cook anything where uh, you heat a bath of water to a maximum temperature 
vacuum seal whatever you're trying to cook and drop it into that specific temperature of water for a long period of time. Barbecue. (laughs) (laughs) Barbecue. That said, sous vide is like a technique that you would use in addition to barbecuing because it just makes sure that the food is cooked through before you throw it on the grill. That's what my mom does. That's weird. Your mom's weird. (laughs) Your mom's kind of weird. Your mom's bad at cooking. I'll make sure not to eat anything at your mom's house. Your mom's food is stinky, like my breath. (laughs) Ew, my mom's food smells like Wesley's breath. (laughs) Says someone who's never met me. (laughs) (laughs) Or my mom. Uh, multiple choice number three. Which feature is unique to Chicago style barbecue? Yeah, that's right. Do you know <laughs> Chicago has its own specific style of barbecue? I bet the differences between Chicago style barbecue and Milwaukee style in quotation marks barbecue are nominal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So which of these is unique to Chicago style barbecue? A chopped not sliced meats b the aquarium smoker c ketchup based sauces or d a double boiler i saw you shake your head at aquarium smoker i can't tell you what that is if you'd like to know i don't want to know (laughs) okay um ketchup based sauces it is unique to chicago style barbecue yep Okay. Only place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones use ketchup-based sauces. Uh, that's wrong. It uh, It is, no. unfortunately... The... <laughs> no, we're the only ones who use just ketchup. I've, I've gone to Chicago ketchup. a couple times. <laughs> in any other place in the United States, they don't use ketchup-based sauces. It's the biggest city I've ever gone to, sure, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the unique feature to Chicago-style barbecue is the aquarium smoker, which is just a big glass chamber where you shove your roast like a rotisserie, and then there's a big hood that vents all the smoke through the ceiling. I thought it was people taking their steaks to the shed aquarium. and Which they should. If the shed doesn't have an aquarium smoker in their cafeteria, they're missing out. People should tailgate the shit aquarium. <laughs> it's close enough to Soldier Field, I think you could. It's a it's a bit of a walk. It's a it's a trek, but you could do it. <laughs> I want to see the exact distance between the shit aquarium and Soldier Field. Walking, I feel like I've done it before. I've, I've for sure done it. Like that's the thing. I feel like it's like a twenty-five to thirty-minute walk. Shed Aquarium to Soldier Field map. Uh, one-way travel right here. Rome to Rio. Uh, this is because I used fucking Yahoo instead of Google. Your default search engine. Yeah. Shed Aquarium South directions. I know this is riveting for our audience, which is why I'm still talking over it <laughs> and not just doing it in silence. I'm remaining silent. Okay. It's it's so close. It's a six minute walk. You could easily really? do it. 
Yeah, it's so close by. <laughs> you could absolutely tailgate a game at Soldier Field at the Shedd Aquarium. All right. Chicago heads, get at me. All of our plentiful Chicago listeners. Yeah, for this entire month of October, we've gotten one download in the state of Illinois. And I am excited to piss that person off. (laughs) Which is really fucked up, because we know a bunch of people in that state. Yeah. Uh, Andrea? Uh, Andrea. Uh, Steven. Steven. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I would say that most people who have guested on this show are from there. Kira. <laughs> uh, still there. We don't live together. Not till after we're married. Again, I'm Catholic now. <laughs> Who's converting? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone who comes to the ceremony is getting converted. I hope that... So you're just going to swap places. You're going to be Jewish. (laughs) She's going to be Catholic. Yeah, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Whatever religion you walk out, you're walking out with something. You walk in with, you're walking out with something else. People walking out of the ceremony, like looking at their hands. (laughs) What am I? What do I believe in? walks out speaking in tongues and (laughs) I walk out speaking Hebrew. (laughs) Which of these U.S. states is not known for a tomato-based barbecue sauce? (laughs) Which of these states is not known for their tomato-based barbecue sauces? A. Maryland. B. Tennessee. C. Alabama. D. Texas. I feel like once you get below the Rust Belt, it is ketchup-based sauces. So I'm going to go with Maryland. That's correct. <laughs> Maryland uh, is Maryland barbecue is known for rare meats with horseradish. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> they don't know and how to I'm make just food. Like they could, they're probably grilling a lot more fish and seafood. They yes, they you're not using ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> You're not, we're, Maryland, we're not eight years old. We can't be putting, putting ketchup on lobster. But they're both red. <laughs> red and red is good. Red and red makes green. Which is good. I only put green Shrek ketchup on my lobster. No, I put green Shrek ketchup on my salads. <laughs> <laughs> green on green makes red. It's good. <laughs> Just a beautifully plated, like, <laughs> Caesar salad or your Waldorf salad. It's just spreading a bunch of <laughs> old, crazy color Heinz ketchup. They haven't made new ones it's still from 2005. Just got it on eBay. <laughs> yeah. For six hundred dollars, it's a delicacy. <laughs> I'm picturing like a black tie restaurant, and they're like <laughs> holding this Shrek ketchup bottle over I will your arm. vintage ketchup. 
2005, a good year. <laughs> ah, that's well aged. <laughs> it comes out black. <laughs> Pouring it in a wine glass. <laughs> swirling it around. You're getting a big sniff and a bunch of mold spores go up their nose. <laughs> <laughs> Very fruit forward. <laughs> Uh, and then my last multiple choice question: Which of these cheeses is commonly eaten barbecued? A. Munster. B. Gouda. C. Raclette. Or D. Halloumi. Hmm. What were the first two? It was Munster and what? Gouda. I'm gonna go with Gouda. Hmm. Well, then you'd be wrong. Uh, Gouda's too melty. That's what I thought. What people might like about it. <laughs> throwing just a slice of gouda on a grill it melts through and starts dripping all over the charcoal shit 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 scrape it scrape it it's on the coals Janet I can't just scrape it tell Billy gr- to stop crying this is why we never grill <laughs> This is the worst 4th of July ever! It's August. <laughs> My dad was so much better at barbecuing! <laughs> God damn you, cancer! <laughs> it's, it's not his fault that he was born in that astrological sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's his birthday, he couldn't make it. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so coming out of the multiple choice section... You now have eight total points. Let's get into open ended. Number one. Do you like barbecue? barbecue? (laughs) Ah, I do like it. (laughs) Number one. What's your favorite barbecued meat? (laughs) What's your favorite color of barbecue food? (laughs) How do you want your burger prepared? What if I asked you, like, the different coloration, like, at what point is rare turned medium rare turned medium? (laughs) But with no visual indicators, and I made you do it, like, verbally. So how do you spell barbecue? Uh, Yeah, can you spell barbecue in both accepted spellings? Um, I'm pretty sure one is B-A-R-B-A-C-U-E, barbecue. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I think the other one is B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E. Uh, you only got one of them correct with a Q-U-E. Ah. Because barbecue is also spelled B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E. I, yeah. It's always Barbie, never Barba. Yeah. Flip of the coin. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's literally just replace the C with a Q. That's the only change that's acceptable. To yeah. one of the four current dictionaries. What if I had just said BBQ? <laughs> I would have accepted it. <laughs> I would have no choice but to accept it. Uh, so I'll give you half a point for that. All right. This question, I was struggling for open-ended questions here. So <laughs> this one is just, what are some of the most popular woods for smoking that have a minimal effect on flavor? Minimal. 
Yeah, so just name some woods. If you get if you get two, I'll give you the full point. You can go for five. Oak. Okay. Walnut. Okay. Elm. <laughs> okay. Uh. Maybe with some fruit cedar. Cedar, that's good. And uh, let me think. Fur. Gotcha. Um. So. In order of what I have listed here, oak has a medium effect on flavor. Walnut has an incredibly strong effect on flavor. That's what I thought. <laughs> Elm is not used for smoking. <laughs> Cedar, I, I, I swear, is used for smoking. Like, I feel like it probably is. But if I'm wrong, it has some, like, detrimental carcinogenic effect. <laughs> sure. But I'll, I'll give you one for cedar. Uh, and then fur is also not listed as a, a possible smoking wood. Come on. Chop down a pine tree. and <laughs> You didn't say pot. Oh, I guess fur is fine. Yeah. A Douglas fur. All right. So that gives you one third of a point. Nice. Uh, open-ended, what is required for something to be considered a kebab? Uh, there needs to be a skewer. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Nailed it. <laughs> just needs to be skewered. I was just like, okay, think back to WarioWare. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had kebab in years. Oh, Probably since to. I was a kid. Dude, I loved it. Well, even, um, what's it called? Uh, Middle Eastern style, like, gyros and stuff are considered kebabs, too. Okay. Because it was cooked on a skewer. But by it's, the way, the, it's the experience of the skewer. Yeah, you want the stuff on yeah. the kebab. Just so you can bite it off one at a time. Uh-huh. Lapping your I always, tongue across that wood. I always get confused when I get too far down the skewer and I can't just put it all in my mouth without stabbing myself in the uvula. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? And then it gets caught in your uvula. Mm-hmm. And then, and then you start out. trying to swallow it like a seagull with a French fry. <laughs> <laughs> Just driving it deeper. It starts poking out the back of my neck. <laughs> Why are you swallowing with such force? I'm good at swallowing. <laughs> it's one of my best talents. It's like you're firing your food down into your stomach <laughs> like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> My, uh, your, your I, stomach splash. I, I, I swallow foods like a pile bunker drives holes in the earth. You you swallow it. Your sphincter catches it and applies such force that it shoots it either down or back up. Hyper pressure. It's a it's a coin flip either time. That's why I do not. I I have never asked for a dinner date. Not on the first date. Maybe the second. There's a lot of gas, too, <laughs> when it gets stuck in my Adam's apple. It inflates, and it starts going, How is your stomach, how does your throat work <laughs> that your Adam's apple's involved in your digestive system? <laughs> I'm like a frog. <laughs> like a pelican, more like. Yeah, more like, more like a pelican. 
All right. And my last open-ended question. What information can you find on the Australian website, democracysausage.org? Um... I thought about asking you what is a democracy sausage, and then I thought, no, I should ask you about the whole thing. Democracy sausage. The people sausage. Sausage about of people. It is <laughs> human meat. And if it's in Australia, sadly, it's probably Aboriginal. Look, they uh, mistreat. The they do. I no, 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 no. They, I mean, they literally just had a vote to give more Indigenous Australian communities rights, True. and uh, across every single region in the country, voted no that they weren't going to do that. Um, unfortunately, well, I, I suppose fortunately, you are not correct. Phew. <laughs> Oh, God. And my website's good. I can sleep tonight. <laughs> no, democracysausage.org refers to the Australian practice of the democracy sausage. Since the oh, 1930s. You don't have to explain <laughs> <laughs> Since the 1930s, uh, at every Australian election site, there's been cake vendors and then like people with portable grills cooking up sausages to serve to people who voted. Okay. Which happens because uh, in Australia, voting is mandatory, so you got to be there. Might as well make some coin, right? True. And Meanwhile, here, done. all we get are uh, people with guns. <laughs> yeah, trying to kill me for voting. <laughs> Even though I vote for Republicans. <laughs> I'm wearing my Donald Trump rubber mask at the polls, <laughs> and yet I still walk away with two bullet holes in my legs. Because my gun went off. <laughs> my, gu- my gun went off when I was trying to scare off the libs. <laughs> DemocracySausage.org tells you where the nearest sausage and cake stalls are to your current polling place. Man. Those ballots must be, unless they're electronic, they must be greasy. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone gets it on their way in rather than their way out because they're so hungry. (laughs) They fast the day before. (laughs) (laughs) Sausage first, cake after. Sausage first, cake after. It's it's the reason why there's so many problems with uh, people fake voting. Because you get a sausage every time you vote. And some people just want more sausage. Mm -hmm. True. All right, so moving out of open-ended, you have received an additional... Oh, man, fractions. (laughs) Why weren't you putting them in decimals? (laughs) I hope you tell me my score in fractions. (laughs) One fraction. Don't give me any whole numbers. Don't give me any whole numbers. No, no, I would never give you a split fraction. It's going to be 48 over 3. Now you have eight, eight, eight point, no, eight, nine, nine point eight three repeating. Nice. No screen grab, no picture? No screen grab, no picture. Uh, instead, what I have for you is a categorization task based on different global regions of barbecue. Uh, so you're going to have to sort these into their cooking method of direct heat or indirect heat. Oh, yeah, okay. 
There are eight options. Each of them is worth half a point if you put them in your in the correct category. All right, so the first cooking method on the list is satay. Is that direct heat or indirect heat? If indirect like heat. That's correct. Japanese I know what that is. <laughs> Good. You should. It's delicious. Japanese style barbecue. Uh, indirect heat. Incorrect. Japanese barbecue is done on charcoal grills, either indoors or outdoors. Prove it. <laughs> I run with my camera to Japan and I'm like, look at it! You just go up to a stranger, grill, grill, <laughs> grill, baby, grill! Some four year old with their little yellow preschool hat on on their way back home from school. They're like, oh, an American? <laughs> and that's what they say. An American? In a four-year-old voice. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's what four-year-olds sound like to me. An American? <laughs> oh, an American. <laughs> hey there. Well, howdy. Welcome to Japan, <laughs> neighbor. I'm Japanese. <laughs> My neighbor from the West. <laughs> You know, I have family in San Diego. <laughs> it's just getting too close to Bane at this point. <laughs> uh, all right. The next one. Korean barbecue. Um, direct heat. That's correct. Ch- Cantonese prepared tasu. We all know this. Indirect I mean, heat. <laughs> you are correct. It is indirect heat. <laughs> Have you ever had uh, Chinese or Cantonese style chasu? No. Nope. It's so good. Uh, of all of them on the list, this is the one I'm most qualified to talk about. Truly delicious. It is a red uh, glazed pork tenderloin that is both sweet and savory. Incredible. I love glazing meat with red. <laughs> it's red flavored. <laughs> If you looked at, I'm just going to send you a picture so that you can see what red flavored meat looks like. Uh, this is not red enough. <laughs> this isn't red flavored enough. Look at that red flavored meat. Wow. So they do use ketchup based sauces. <laughs> There's no ketchup at all. It uh, is fermented red bean paste. Just kidding, it's ketchup. Uh, uh, what's the next on the list? Chasu. All right, the South African braai. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. I should have looked it up. Uh, direct heat. Uh, that is correct. I've never had um, South African style barbecue before. No, I've only had West African style, which is very good. Tandoori, for meat, specifically. Uh, direct heat. Ooh, that's incorrect. I meant indirect. Uh, no, you heard me wrong. <laughs> uh, tandoori. Filipino lechon. 
Uh, direct. Uh, sorry, that's incorrect. Filipino Lashon is indirect heat. It is baked. Carne that's asada. not barbecue. <laughs> carne, carne asada is direct heat. That's correct. Never had it before, though. Doesn't sound English. What is that? All the rest of them have. All the rest of them <laughs> sound very like you could get them at a Subway. <laughs> my favorite barbecue restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Subway's my first of all. Subway's my favorite barbecue restaurant. If I went to Outback Steakhouse, I could get satay. I could get Japanese barbecue. I could get Chinese tatsu. I could get South African fry. They have one cook from all over the world. <laughs> It's so, impossible to get an order in. <laughs> going over the list, you res- you got four correct for a total of two points. Okay. And boy, am I glad that you got a whole number of points for this, because I could do the math, but I don't want to. <laughs> All right, Wesley, for your quiz... On the beautiful culture of barbecue, you received 11.83 repeating points. Nice. Make sure you write that out. (laughs) I will. I know how to write. I've been looking at this chart for how long, and I don't know which side is you and which side is me. I'll always second guess, and I'm always wrong. The bigger column is you because you're bigger than me. <laughs> I'm larger than life. You'll always that... uh, block me out. You'll always <laughs> clock, cock block me. Clock block me. I'm always clock blocking you. You're never allowed to know what time it is. Because <laughs> you're so big. Wes is in his class. He's trying to see how much time he has left for his lesson. My big ass wanders in front of his field of vision. He tries to pull out his phone and I hold out a book in front of it. <laughs> swat it down to the desk (sighs) alright Wesley I hope you enjoyed your quiz on barbecue and I hope it worked up an appetite for you like it did me (sighs) you've been listening to the I should should leave that whole whole pause (laughs) it's just like What's the outro for the episode? I don't have this script pulled up. <laughs> Maybe Wes will do it. Uh, you can find barbecue pretty much anywhere. <laughs> the current score is Ethan, 37.57. Me, 40.3 repeating. <laughs> Wait, 40.3 repeating? Yeah, because I've gotten... Oh, yeah, because there's a half yeah. point there. Uh, you can follow me on Blue Sky at, oh, their handles are dumb. Let me it's see. something dot bsky.social. You can follow me on Blue Sky if you ever got a code at wesley.bluesky.social. Just uh, text Wes and he'll give you a code. Like two months from now, after I give all my friends their codes. No, 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 no. If you text him, he'll give it to you first. You'll take my place in line.
Uh, and you can follow me on Letterboxd at Baby West Sweet. Uh, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose on X. And you can follow him on Letterboxd at Yeast. And remember. Goodbye.